Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. And we back, and we back. Good morning. How about this? How about we try this again? Huh? How about we try this again? Good morning, y'all. I know what that was about. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, one of my dear friends is on. Good morning. Oh, my God. A few issues. Masa, can you hear me now? Oh, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Y'all coming into Facebook and YouTube. Let me know if you can hear me. Give me a thumbs up. I don't know what that was. Good morning, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey. Okay. Thank you, Cherie. She says she can hear me now. I don't know what that was. Sometimes technology is just technology y'all do me a favor on facebook and youtube y'all start sharing again good morning good morning good morning good morning there we go all right y'all can hear me now good morning i promise hey y'all good morning good morning good morning go oh there we go thank you father do me a favor start sharing the video that that must mean it's gonna be good today sometimes we just sometimes we get so um spiritual thank you thank you pastor mimics um come on y'all good morning good morning good morning wake up wake up wake up y'all know i got a little hood i'll be having um i i have like um my mommy morning songs good morning to you and then the other part of me in the morning be like, wake up, wake up. It's the birth of the Like, I have so many different things going on. So you'll get, uh, you know, one part, and then you're going to get another part. <laughs> you get another part. And then, I'm, you know, then I'm all spiritual. Welcome into this place, right? Come on, Sharice got it. She laughing at me. I'm just telling y'all, that's how it is for me some mornings. You know, I'm talking to the boys, good morning, champs. Good morning, champions. Good morning, good morning. And then, you know, I'm like, wake up, wake up. We got some, Joe sends me funny memes all the time. And it's like, this is you. This is you before the devotional. Like, this is you before the devotional right here. Good morning to (laughs) y'all. And then, you know, Welcome. You know, it's just all the facets, remember? All the culture, all the different places, all the things. Come on, y'all. We get ready to pray this morning. I'm going to pray for a sound mind. I'm going to pray for, yeah, Pastor Manning said, I can't be fronting in here. Like, you know, ain't no future in front. Good morning. Y'all going to get me started this morning. All the, you know, parts of who we are comes alive, how God made us, how uniquely God made us. And as we become more like Christ, you'll begin to recognize, like, what's your personality, um, what's culture, what's wrong doctrine, what's wrong teaching. Come on, y'all. You'll begin to recognize all of that and then have fun with it. If I showed up as anybody else, it would be um, crazy. I told you one of my good friends checked me. He said, you are not Beth Moore. Do not get on there talking like that is not your personality. Let them let your personality come out so the people that are supposed to be divinely connected to you um, will connect to you. There is a sound 
that you have. We all have an edge and a population of people in kingdom that we rule and we're connected to. There's a unique sound that's LMJ. There's a unique sound that's Almisha. Yes, he is. There's a unique sound. There's a uniqueness to you. And we don't want to mute your uniqueness and you trying to be like somebody else because you feel like it's going to make you popular or it's going to make you potent. Pray every day over yourself. Lord, let me be my authentic self. Pray every day over yourself. Um, Lord, let me be effective. Don't worry about popularity, right? Don't, don't, don't worry about popularity. Don't seek popularity. Don't seek to be important. Ask the Lord, let me be effective for you. You want to be effective at work. You want to be effective in your home. You want to be effective, right? It's important for you to be effective. So let me pray. This morning, um, there's a particular scripture um, that happens, um, and this scripture was on my heart. I'm going to share that, and then I'm going to get right into the devotional. Um, but this is what I'm praying for you personally. This is what I prayed before we got on the de devotional um, this morning, and I want to give you this um, and then I want you to um, stew on this, right? Um, I want you to stay in this position. This is Genesis 25, 29, 34. And um, Jacob offers to give Esau a bowl of stew in exchange for his birthright, right? His right to be recognized as the firstborn because in this culture, um, that was important. Like that was important. There were firstborn rights, right? Your birthright has to do with your position and your inheritance. Ooh, I ain't going to preach this. I ain't going to preach this. I'm going to pray this part and then I'm going to get into what God told us. Your birthright has to do with your position and it has to do with your inheritance, right? And this morning when I woke up, the Lord just led me into a place to pray that we don't exchange our birthright our righteousness for a bowl of stew. Esau was in a temporal situation. He was a hunter. I'm pretty sure he was not starved, right? But the circumstances and situations put him in a pressurized state and he forgot his identity. And we have all been there before where the pressure has been on us. Um, stuff has happened in life. Seemed like waiting on God is not working, right? And the enemy, come on, will always present an opportunity to us, Julia, and um, that seems more pleasurable than what God has for us. He will always present something that looks um, he will always also present something to us when we are in such a desperate, like a desperate type state. He knows when we're desperate. He knows when we're grappling. He also knows when we're unsure. Come on now about who God is in our life. And we're unsure about our righteousness. He likes to capitalize this um, Genesis 25, 29 through 34. He likes to capitalize on desperation. Oh, my God. Oh my God, I'm gonna let the Holy Spirit take this thing over. This is not what's in my notes. He likes to capitalize Minnick's on just desperation. He likes to see that we desperate. He likes to see we're thirsty. He likes to see that we're overwhelmed. He's looking for our position when we are in desperate situations. He's looking for 
Come on, y'all. He's looking for how we respond. He's looking for how we act. He's looking to see if we act like the righteousness of God. He's looking to see if we stand in principle and we stand in truth. He's looking to see if our actions um, are steadfast, if they're immovable, Lord God. He's looking to see how much we still taste the world and love the world and look to the world for our solutions. He looks, he looks for desperation. Woo! He looks, he looks, hear me. He looks for desperation, right? Um, when I study and pay attention to the woman at the well, and when she comes encounter with Jesus, and Jesus is kind of calling out, out on her sin and says to her, you know, go get your husband. And she's like, I ain't got no husband. He's like, right, right, right. I'm pretty sure whatever was in her brought her to a desperate state um, to repeat the same situation, repeat the same mistakes. He looks for repetitive mistakes. Ooh, he just does. He looks for repetitive mistakes. He looks for where you thirsty. He looks for where you lacking. He looks for where you're unsure. He looks for where you're not applying biblical and spiritual truths. He was trying to wake me up this morning with some worry, right? With some worry about like provision, right? Because I got some, there's just some extra expenses that have come, right? With all that we have going on. And he was trying to pull me into a place and God reminded me, Philippians 4, 19, he said, has there not been a need, Lakeisha? Come on, y'all. Has there not been a need that you've had that I've not met? Has, has there not been a need that the boys have had that have not been met. You need to go back to the reality and the truth. So he also tries to present a skewed position. He tries to present, he tries to skew it. He tries to skew you away from the truth of God. He tries to pull you away from the reality of God. He wants you to mistrust God. Come on now. He wants you to mistrust God. He wants you anxious. He wants you overwhelmed. He wants you consumed. He wants you to have your eyes on the situation and your eyes off God. And so many of us have been like Esau. Come on, y'all. Can I read this to y'all for just a second? So many of us have been like Esau, right? In a desperate state, right? Not in reality and not in truth. Esau was not that hungry. Woo! Esau was not that hungry. Esau was not that far removed from the house. He wasn't that far from his last meal. And, and the same thing applies to us. You were not that far from the last blessing or the last miracle or the last, come on, wherever you were, the last time that God blessed you, that God met you there, that God provided for you, that God healed you, you're not that far from that situation. But the enemy will present a, a desperate situation, especially Almisha, when he knows you're not secure. Come on now. And what God tells you, he knows when you're not secure in the promises of God. So when we're in those circumstances and we're in those situations, he's always going to present opportunity for us, for us to forsake our righteousness. Be very clear. Be, be very clear. <laughs> the Lord does not leave you the Lord does not forsake you. Be very clear. That's a clear understanding of my righteousness in Christ Jesus. When I accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it seals the deal. It's the divine setup. 
Don't mean trouble ain't going to come. Don't mean we're not going to have problems and persecution. But when I understand my righteous, I know for a fact that Jesus is not getting ready to leave me in a de defeated state. That God is not getting ready to leave me in the defeated state because he tells me in my in the word, I might suffer for a little while. Woo! Come on. I might suffer for a little while. But God didn't intend to leave me this way. He told Paul, he said, no matter what the thorn is, no matter what the agitation is, no matter what this problem is, whatever this is in your flesh, I promise you, I got enough grace. I got enough circumstance. I got enough <laughs> provision. I got enough healing. I got enough. But I got to get that in me. I got to understand that this comes. I got to understand that this doesn't switch up. God doesn't switch up on us. So let me just read this to you. Oh my God, just for a second, let me give you this because there's a situation where they are um, presented. Come on now. And this is a shallow, can I be honest? Esau is acting real shallow right now, Shanquita. Esau is acting real shallow right now. Remember Matthew 6, um, right before the 33 verse and when the when Jesus is saying, hey, do not worry about what you eat and what you wear. And then he comes in, he says, the pagans, the pagans, those that do not have their identity in Christ chase after food. The pagans, those that don't have their identity in Christ chase after clothing. The pagans, this is what he reminds me, he says, the pagan. Esau was acting real paganish. He was acting real paganish. He was acting like he wasn't, um, he didn't know who his father was. He was acting like he didn't understand the culture. He was acting like he didn't understand the birthright, right? So here he is in this circumstance, in this situation, right? And he's here and he's um, he's um, desperate, right? And that's all I keep hearing in my spirit. He's desperate, right? So 27, remember we talked about this. When the boys grew up, Esau um, was an able and skilled hunter, a man of the outdoors. Jacob was quiet and peaceful man living in the tents, right? Isaac loved and favored Esau because he enjoyed eating his game, but Rebecca loved and favored Jacob, right? So Jacob had cooked a reddish brown stew one day when Esau came from the field and was famished. And Esau saw to Jacob, please let me have a quick swallow of that red stuff there because I'm exhausted and famished, right? I'm exhausted and famished. And Jacob answered, now this is Jacob. We're not even focusing on Jacob, right? Jacob is being Jacob right now. <laughs> The devil is being the devil. We're not even going to focus. We're not even focused on the devil today. I, I want you to get your focus off the adversary. I want you to get your focus off the circumstance. I want you to get your focus off the situation. I want you to focus on you. Woo! Come on now. I want you to focus on you. I want you to focus on your righteousness. I want you to stop looking at the presenting situation of those who are talking about you, who ain't with you, who ain't for you, um, what's happening in your finances. Don't even put your focus on your negative bank account this morning. I want you to focus on what's happening here. Esau is desperate. And because he is desperate, the, the, the magnification of where he really is, is not a truth. And that is exactly what the enemy loves to do in our suffering. Um, when we are unsure of where we are, when we are not clear in our purpose, um, he loves to present a circumstance and a situation for us to take our eyes and put so much focus on him. Remember the word of God in Ephesians tells us, he says, he says, you're not wrestling against flesh and blood. Ooh, you're not wrestling against flesh and blood. Sandra, you're not wrestling against, but you're wrestling against 
principalities. You're wrestling against rulers of darkness. And this is the thing that I know about darkness. It loves to pull you in to further darkness. It loves to pull you in to situation. It loves to appear as a roaring lion when it ain't nothing but a little pussycat. Come on now. It ain't nothing but a little pussycat. It loves to pull you in to magnify the circumstance or the situation above God. There is no circumstance, no situation in your life. Come on now. That's above God. There's nothing you're going through right now that's above God. God loves to be Jehovah Jireh. God loves to be Jehovah Nisi. God loves to be Jehovah Rapha. God loves to be Jehovah Shalom. But when we are in a desperate situation, we have the tendency, we have the inclination to reach, come on now, for something that's only a temporary fix. Woo! Come on, I wasn't even gonna teach this to reach for something that's only a temporary fix. So here Esau is. See yourself as Esau this morning. Esau's desperate. Esau's thirsty. You can call it thirsty. Esau is ravenous. I'm pretty sure Esau probably ate the day. He's a skilled hunter. If he's a skilled hunter, he can take out whatever he needs to take out to eat. Come on now. He says, so he asked him for a quick swallow. He says, because I'm exhausted and I'm famished. There's another part. He's tired. Can I tell you something? I have made some of the worst decisions when I am fatigued. Some of our solution is just get rest. Woo! Some of us, come on, Holy Spirit. Some of us have been looking for clarity. There have been times that I'm looking for clarity and I can't find the clarity I need. And what I need is rest so that I can get the clarity I need. We will not be Esau. We will not let us being hungry and us being tired and the situation before us pre presents an opportunity to us that we take foolishly. Come on now. He was looking at this all wrong. He was caught up in the wrong thing. He needed to rest. He needed, he needed to rest. I have something that I tell myself all the time, like even now in this situation, that I'm in with Josiah, like I'm tired. Like Judah asked me yesterday, he said, Mama, how you doing? I said, I'm good, I'm just tired. And so I'm not making weighty decisions right now because if I make weighty decisions when I'm tired, I may make the wrong decision. So I'm pausing during the day. I'm catching naps when I can. And if it's something and it's, I don't care how pressurized the situation looks, I'm setting it aside. I'm giving it some time. And I'm telling the Lord, you speak to me about the situation because I don't want to move in desperation. Come on now. Pessimistic, the, the, most, the most spiritual thing you can do is rest. Sometimes just rest. Rest is what you need so that you get the clarity. So he says, so Jacob says, swear to me today. Um, so he swore and sold him his birthright. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew and he ate and drank and got up and went on his way, right? In this way, Esau scorned his birthright. He really scorned what was what belonged to him. And sometimes, can I tell you, we're the same way, waiting on God. Come on, y'all, be real. Well, waiting on God, waiting. Sometimes I've been, I'm just going to be real. Sometimes I've been in circumstances, situations, and I'm like, why I always got to do the right thing? And everybody else just kind of live their own life. Like, why I got to be the one to wait on you? Or why I gotta, everybody else out here, I'm just going to be real. Can I be real for a second? 
Everybody else out here living fancy. Everybody else out here doing what they want to do. Everybody else seem to be moving in their own direction. And the Lord will tell me, he says, look, Keisha, keep your eyes on me. Keep your focus on me. Trust the process. Trust the system. Don't look at what man, as a matter of fact, he'll take me to the scripture, Psalms 37. Fret not thyself unto evildoers or envious workers of iniquity, for they will soon be cut down like braids of glass. Grass, don't focus on them. Don't stay on them. Don't forsake your righteousness for a temporary moment or a temporary pleasure or a temporary situation. That's what it means when we forsake our birthright for a bowl of stew. It's whatever is being offered to you that's outside your righteousness, that's outside your kingdom is temporary. It's not going to give you the long term of what you need. God's promises are yes and amen. His promise for provision, yes and amen. Come on now. His promise for healing, yes and amen. Come on now. His promise for protection, yes and amen. Come on now. What he said to you, the things he spoke over you, that's yes and amen. So don't give up. Come on now on what God has said. And I'm not just talking about a heavenly reward. I'm talking about the things on earth, the things that he said, I'm going to take care of you. I promise you, he's going to take care of you. You got to put that in your comments. You got to put that in your notes. My solution ends with a yes and amen. Whatever God has said. So this morning, we're not going to forsake. And I'm getting ready to pray. And we out of here. My time is up. We're not going to forsake. Come on. Our birthright for a bowl of stew. We're not getting ready to give up on our righteousness. We're not going to step out the promises of God. We're not getting ready to be on the wide path just because it don't look like it working. Or just because a situation has presented itself that looks like we have no control. Here's the firm fact that I know in my life, when Lakeisha, when LMJ is out of control, when I have no control over the situation, 100% God is in control. 100% God will provide my solution to whatever the situation begins with a yes and an amen. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you, Father God, for putting us back on the narrow path. I thank you, Father God, for reminding us that there is a solution to every problem, to every situation. Lord God, we will not be desperate. Woo! We will not act out in desperation. Lord God, we are thirsty and hunger, hungry for you, for your solution, for your wisdom. You taught us on yesterday that wisdom dwells with prudence, with knowledge, and with understanding. So Holy Spirit, help us today to walk and work in spiritual truths and nothing else. Do not let us forsake our righteousness. Do not let us um, forsake the path that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, and Quita, patiently waiting on God. I always, I have this little story that I love to tell about the little gazelle. You don't want to be the little gazelle, right? You don't want to be pulled away from the pack, right? There's safety in the pack. There's safety and wisdom in the multitude of counsel. The enemy loves to pull us away from what God has said to us in the season. And when he pulls you into isolation and when he tries to trick your mind that nobody cares for you 
or nobody loves you or nobody said when he tries to pull you in that direction you got to let the holy spirit pull you back into spiritual truth so you don't exchange what's for you there's a promise for you oh my god there's a promise for you i promise that there's a promise for you god has a promise he has a positioning for you come on he has provision for you he has protection for you come on he has everything you need he has wise counsel there's a wisdom whatever the circumstance or situation you're in there's a wisdom that will come to you for the situation from above. You just got to wait on um, the Lord and wait on him and understand, know that all things are working together for your good. I hope you are encouraged as I'm encouraged today. Oh my God, do not exchange your birthright. Do not exchange your righteousness. Do not exchange what God has for you for a bowl of stew, for a temporal thing, right? That was never designed to satisfy you. Woo, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I praise you, magnify. Two things, two things. If the Lord puts it on your heart to partner, to give with this ministry, go to the website, lmjministries.org. You can give there. You can learn about our program, our monthly program, Feed the Streets. Um, the other ministries, the other organizations that we give into and support. Um, you can go there. You can find out all about us um, on the website. You can also subscribe to our written devotionals at lmjministries.org and get all the information that you need um, from, from us. You can get a daily devotional. You can get um, how you can connect to the ministry, stay to connected to the ministry. Go over to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Mondays where um, we replay only on YouTube. My second thing is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity now to meet my Jesus. Woo! It was the best decision I ever made. It was the best decision I ever made. It was best, and I'm cut a little different. So if God brought you here and you cut a little different, I'm cut a little different, right? I'm cut. I'm just cut a little different. I ain't made like everybody else. I don't pretend to be everybody else. I'm just cut a little different. And God brought you here and you cut a little different or you made a little different. Then I want you to make the decision today to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And then I want to disciple you. I don't want you to just make the confession of faith. I want to be the person that continues to disciple you. I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, it starts with the confession of faith. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. My God, in Jesus' name, if you prayed that prayer today, do me a favor. Go over to info at justbeinglmj.com. Send us an email. Let me send you some materials because I want to continue to disciple you. Remember, you can connect to the ministry, lmjministries.org. Go to the website. Find out who LMJ is so you know. Um, if you're new to the devotional, we welcome you. We will be back here in the morning at um, 6 a.m. Ladies, do not forget prayer calls Saturday morning, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, we send that information out via the website. So if you're not registered on the website, get on the website. I love you. I, I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. Oh, let me speak a blessing over you. Father God, oh my God. Woo! May a fresh wind blow over their lives today. Woo! My God. May a fresh wind blow over their lives today, Lord God. Oh my God. May favor go before them. 
woo, and favor be their rear guard. My God, every place that they walk, every place their feet is planted, Lord God. My God, may blessings chase them down in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for that, Miss Artie. All right, I'll see y'all back in the morning. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Somebody else needs to experience the love of Jesus Christ. And the only way that they're going to experience the love of Jesus Christ is through you. So go be loved today so someone else can experience Jesus Christ's love. And I'll see y'all back in the morning. Yep, we sipping at 6. Get your coffee. We sipping at 6. See you back in the morning at 6 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for an encouraging word. Thank you for a right. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.